Greetings, and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masachet Psachim, Daf Bet Amur Aleph, beginning our study of Masachet Psachim. And as I put in, I noted very briefly on the first handout, Masachet Psachim, as its name denotes, at least according to some Rishonim, is really two different Masachetot. There's the first four Prakim and the tenth, which are about Pesach as it's practiced in our day, in the uh, period of the Mishnah and onwards, without a Mikdash, without Korban Pesach. And then there are the middle Prakim, or shall we say the second half, pretty much, five through nine, which is about the Korban Pesach itself. The Rambam deals with these in two very different places. The first four Prakim and the tenth, he deals with in Hechot Kametsumatzah in Sefer Zmanim, whereas Hechot Korban Pesach in Sefer Korbanot, uh, is where one would look to follow the uh, the discussions in the fifth through ninth parak uh, generally, uh, and we begin the first two parakim deal with the issur of chametz of uh, chiefly of owning chametz, and it begins with the rabbinic obligation to search for chametz, and that will occupy our attention along with some very interesting tangents, including tangents about rhetoric and language. Uh, over the course of these first few podcasts. Orlar Ba'a Asar Budkin Eta Chametz Le'or Haner. So Orlar Ba'asar, um, there will be some discussion about what that means, but final analysis, of course, it means the 14th at night, meaning approximately 24 hours before the Seder begins. Uh, we check Chametz by candlelight. Uh, you do not need to check any place where you typically do not bring Chametz. So why do they speak about two rows in the wine cellar? That's only if it's a wine cellar where they would come in with chametz. And the scenario you can imagine is if there was a wine cellar that the uh, house owner who's wealthy sends his butler down to get wine in the middle of the meal and the butler himself may be carrying a sandwich when he goes down. So the top two rows or the front two rows of the wine cellar. The top ones or the outside ones will see two different opinions about each one of Bechamid Hillel at the end of this entire series, uh, which will be in the sixth podcast. But in the meantime, we're going to start with the first word of the Masachet or my or what does or mean? And we assume that Nagheh means uh light or morning. Uh, and Rav Yehuda Amar Leili, it means night. Now, So we already got a spoiler alert here, uh, from the Gemara, that we assume what I said, that Rav Huna means really day, and Rav Yehuda means night, which means that we have an essential machloka, not just about the language, but a halacha, about when Bidikar Chametz is done. So, Meitave, we're gonna see several proofs and challenges from Tanakh, and then several from Tanaitic literature, as to what the meaning of or is. Haboker or vanashim shulchul. This is when the uh, Yosef's brothers were sent out of Mitzrayim, uh, the last time that they left without knowing that Yosef was the, uh, the king. Haboker or, meaning they left at first light. Nalma or yamamu, you see, or means daytime. Now, all of this exploration, the first half of this exploration is kind of odd because we're looking at or in Tanakh, whereas we all know that rabbinic rhetoric is very different than Tanakh and the use of language is different. But we're starting with this. So you see that or is daytime. So miktiv ha or boker. It doesn't say ha or boker, meaning ha boker or ktiv, meaning or here is operating as an adjective, not as a noun. Kaman damar, it's safra nahar, like the morning <coughs> has enlightened. 
that we have a lesson from this pasuk that a person should always leave town when it's light and come into town when it's light, vice versa. And so the idea is haboker or it was now light enough to leave. This is in David's song at the end of Shmuel. Uh, it's a song about tshuva. Like the light of the morning. Alma or imamahu. There you see it's a uh, day. So miktiv or boker. Uchor boker ktiv. It's all a metaphor. Hachikam is what he meant. Uchor boker. Just like the morning becomes light in this world. That's what the tzaddikim will have in when their sun rises in olam habat. Meitave. Watch this challenge. They can't have a better proof than that. Alma or imamahu. You see that God called the light day. No, what he what it means here is that when it's starting to get light, he called that day, which means day starts at dawn. So you're going to tell me as it's getting dark, you call it night? We hold that it's day until nightfall, which means we don't say as it's getting dark, it's already night. This is what it means, the passage in Bereshit Aleph, God summoned, not not described, but summoned the light, and he, and he put it in charge of the day. God called the night, the darkness, and put it in charge of nighttime. But now, Or and Choshech are not descriptions uh, but rather, they are, as it were, personalized beings. Now, this one actually works in the opposite direction. Or, stars of night. You see that light is that or is night. So now, or becomes a verb. All those stars that give light should praise God. Only the ones who give light have to praise God. And not the other ones. All of his hosts praise him. It's teaching us a halachic principle that the light of the stars has a dean of light. For what purpose? The note of an or, if a man takes a ned there, not to get benefit from or, as we have a bright, a tiny note of an or, he can't get benefit from the light of the stars because that's also called or, based on the Pasuk in Tehillim. And now we go back to supporting. Um, Rav Huna, we think Rav Huna says they, the guy gets up in the Laor and kills the poor man, and then at night he's like a thief. So it sounds like if he does this by Or and the next by Lila, Or is day. So hatam hachikamar again. It's metaphor. This is like the lesson of the of the machteret. If it's clear to you, like like day, like light, that he's coming to kill you. Then he's a killing You could save yourself by killing him. If it's unclear to you, kind of like nighttime is blurry. Treat him like a ganav. You cannot save yourself from his ganeva by killing him. Okay, His uh, his stars go out, and he'll hope for the or, and it's not there. He won't see the morning. You see, or is day. 
This is the first speech of Eov, where Eov curses the day he was born, the night he was conceived, and he curses, That man, meaning himself, should look for light and not see it. That's what it means. God has given me uh, darkness, and even the night, Lila is like light for me. Or is daytime, the night has become like day. This is the author of Tilim says, I thought darkness would engulf me in the world to come. Even in this world, which is like nighttime, I have, I have, uh, light. But again, it's all metaphoric. Alright, so all of that is Sukim from Tanakh, that for, for the most part support Rav Huna, what we think Rav Huna's position is, that or means day. Uh, and we in each case we defeated it, and the ones that supported Rav Huna that was night, we also parlayed elsewhere. Meitave, now we're going to take a look at Tanaitic literature. You check, and we think this means all three times, you check or Arbaasar, and then Arbaasar in the morning, and at the time of Biur, in the afternoon, mid- or mid-morning. Midgamar Biur, about Kin or Arbaasar, and Uvarbaasar Shachrit, so you see or Arbaasar can't be in the morning, Alma or Ortahu, it means it's nighttime. Shmamina, and there we go, or means night. Meitave, watch this challenge. We have the machloket about, uh, about, um, Isra Malacha on the 14th at night, but we all agree that there is a minig not to do Malacha on, on Pesach in the morning, on the 14th in the morning. And so, from what point is that kick in? Or, so he says, Mishata or. And watch the rest of their conversation. Where do you ever find a day where only half the day is a surbasiat malachat? So that means that Rabbi Yaakov's position seems to be that all 24 hours are a sur, which means or means nighttime. So and Rabbi Yudah's answer was, The 14th proves You're in the morning, not in the afternoon, so you see it's a day with divisions in the middle. Alright, that's the bright time. So Behuda said from sunrise, Alma or to come or you see the or of Rabozmanyakov was nighttime. Well, my or Amurashacha. No, when he meant or he meant dawn. So Yahi the Kama the Machina Mutaba Simlachov came back to Behuda and said, Where do you ever find a day that's split like that? Name it Yulavsha, you should say the same to himself. Because after all, you said that you could do malacha at night, but just not the next day after dawn. So hachikamar, this is what he really meant. My position is good. We see that there's a distinction between night and day. The Tanya, as we have the bright agavitanet sibur in the context of a tanit. Until when can you eat and drink? Until dawn, which means on a regular fast day, which is only during the day, you can eat and drink until dawn. But not till sunrise. You're always when Yaakov. So that's what was when Yaakov, and he's consistent here. But until the rooster crows. So, in other words, we could read that his or in the bright really means dawn, not night. And his challenge to, to Rabbi Huda is, my position that from dawn on is Asur Basiat Malacha fits kind of the model of a Tanit, but yours that it starts at sunrise, nothing has a ritual distinction at sunrise. 
Where do you find the Rabbanon ever splitting a day at sunrise? What was Rabbi Yudah's comeback? The 14th itself has a built-in division of Chavetz. So By the way, he, that is a good claim. This is a tangent. We have to explore it before we go back to Or. So Rabbi answer is, I'm referring to the Yisra Malacha, which is Rabbanon, just like a Tanit Sibur. And therefore, the Rabbanan, we have, you see, we have a model that they do block a day from Amura Shacharan, but not at sunrise. And you're coming back with Chamech, which is Doraita. The Torah forbade Chamech after midday and permitted it in the morning. That's what the Torah did. It's not our business why. But the Rabbanan, of course, operate within a system that was recognizable and is that applic- it's applicable to other places. What was Rabbi Yudah's answer then? Sha'ot the Rabbanan. The fact that you can't eat on the fifth hour and the sixth hour, that's the Rabbanan. Rabbi Yaakov says, yeah, but that's all a distancing from six to the six hours, which is Doraita. So it starts out fundamentally as a Doraita. Okay, so we still haven't proven 100% that or means night. That or could have meant dawn. The original practice of the original practice of using the torches uh, to signal when Rosh Chodesh was, mountain to mountain till it got to Bavel, was only done uh, at the proper night, meaning not just any night, but only the night that it could have been. When do you do it? Or Iburo, which has to mean night, and it's the night of the 30th. Alma, because if by the 30th there's no torches, then you already know, everybody knows that the month was full and in the 31st becomes the first. Alma or Orto, CC, or is night. So Shmamina, again, we've got two good proofs that or is night in rabbinic language. As both in Yoma and Menachot, if a, a person, an Akoin is doing a voda all night and putting things up on the Mizbeach, like the Evarim, and now it's morning, he has to do Kiddush Adam Raglaim. It's not, it's not the fact that he, uh, is doing new Avodah, or hasn't been there for a while, even in the middle of the Avodah, is to stop and do Kiddush Adam Raglaim, according to Rebbe. But the point is, Laura clearly means morning. The answer is, Ora Shani. Laura means it's light. So that's morning. Meitave Marzutra, Hamapelat or Lishmonim Vachad. Famous, uh, discussion by Chambed Hillel about a woman who had a baby. And then, a baby girl, let's say, and then on the 81st day afterwards, she had a, uh, a miscarriage. Question is, does that have a dean of two months later or not? Long discussion in Nida. Bechamai says, you're patur unless you actually had it on the 81st day. Bechamai says, already, once it's already the 81st evening, then you're chayav, because she's, uh, still tmeyal leida, she's still within the context of, uh, of Yemei Tohar, until 80 days. The specifics of the Machloket are way beyond our interest here. Our interest, of course, is the use of the word or. Amrulayan, Betilovet Shama, was their answer. What was the response? Maishna, or Shmoni Vachad, Miyom Shmoni Vachad. How is the night of the 81st different than the day of the 81st? In Shivalo Latuma, after all, she has any dam that night, it's already Tameh. It's only up until that afternoon that it's Dam Tohar. So it should be the same thing that she has a chiyuv korban of a yoledet. So again, we're not concerned with the specifics of that halacha, but from the conversation, the conversation, or 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 tahu. You see that or is night. 
Shmamina. So we now have three solid proofs that in rabbinic language, it's night. I might think that a shlamim could be eaten on the or of the third day. A zevach is eaten for one day, and shlom are eaten for two days. Just like with a, let's say, a korban toda. The night follows the day, meaning you eat it today and tonight. So therefore it should be, the night follows the day. So if you're able to eat shlom for two days, it should be two days plus the next night. So you're able to eat the shlamim on the day you shecht it, plus the next day, and whatever's left over to the next day you burn up. It's only eaten during the day and not the night of the third day. I think you have to burn it that evening. After all, a korban toda, for instance, or a chatat or a sham, are eaten for one day and that night, and some are eaten for two days or the night in between. Malan take a vachila sweifa, just like with uh, with regular zvachim, others vachim. You burn it immediately after the time of eating is up. Avkat take a vachila sweifa, so it should be the same thing here, and you'd burn it on the third evening. Tamalama, when the time is up, by yomar shishi by ishi sweifa, you have to burn it on the third day. You only burn it during the day. Now that long piece again is not our issue, but this is the problem. By the fact that we said perhaps I might think you'd eat it or lashlishi alma or ortahu. You see that or is night. Shmamina. Now we have four proofs that or in rabbinic language means night. Toshma or We have a brighta in yoma. That in the context of Yoma, that on the or of Yom Kippur you say seven brachot. That's right, and and you say vidui. They didn't mention nila here. You have to say the full eighteen. That's a machloket in the fifth parak of brachot. Therefore, you cannot say the abbreviated tefillah. Again, not our concern. Our concern is the first line, or le yomakipu yomakipurim, or ortahu shmaminan. We have five ironclad proofs that or means night. Here we have an explicit ruling that you check at night. So alma orta. So you see that or in our mishnah is orta. Elwa, by the way, that that seems to put Ravuna in a very awkward position, claiming that it's day. The truth is, everybody agrees it's orta. So how did Rav Huna say Naghe? They simply use different words. In Rav Huna's town, they called night Naghe, which really means light, just like or. And in Rav Yehuda's town, they called it Lele, which means night. And so therefore, they weren't disagreeing at all. They were just simply using their own local, uh, their local um, context. What we're going to see in the next piece is why the Mishnah didn't say Lila and instead said Or, and the value of speaking euphemistically. We'll see that in the next podcast. We should have a wonderful day.